Hey, which of your friends are coming tonight? Oh, I don't know. Not Jessa. Oh, honey, I'm so sorry. That is such fucking bullshit. I just spent all my time trying not to sink to their level, which is really hard. When I saw them last, I said, good day, sirs and missus, like I was a fucking newsie. Good for you. I had a friend who stole my boyfriend once. Dale. He was such a hunk. Captain of the debate team. And then Cadence, this math major bitch, she started sleeping with him when I went home for Great Aunt Bibbs' funeral. Can you imagine? I'm already mourning Bibbs and then this. But you know what? What? Two years later, she steps in front of a car freak accident and she's dead. Now, I'm not saying that's gonna happen to Jessa, but I'm also saying I hope it does for your sake. It freed me from so much anger, anger that probably would have killed me. And then Dale wanted you again. I didn't even think of that. I was just so happy Cadence was dead. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Girls. We are just two boys watching HBO's Girls. We are your hosts. I am Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today we are finishing off season five. Season five, episode 10. Overall, this is episode 52. It's titled I Love You, Baby. Directed by Jenny Connor, written by Judd Apatow, Lena Dunham, and Jenny Connor. The original air date was April 17th, 2016, to an audience of 512,000 people, point five one two. This episode aired the same uh, day as the last episode. Uh, yeah, so you got any... I think that we have a correction from the last episode, yeah, right? Yeah, uh, it was pointed out to us by one of our listeners. Uh, one of our listeners, Lisa, pointed out, which... Uh, which is pretty obvious for most people listening to the last episode is that I was pretty wrong about where they were at the last scene of last yeah. episode. Her and there Tali. Was, uh, I was confused. We were definitely a little confused. <laughs> I, for some reason, thought they went to Tali's place, but they're clearly in Hannah's place. I think my confusion stemmed from the fact that, uh, I guess when the, when they dropped off their bikes, I guess I just didn't hear her say, oh, I'm at my place, Hannah. But secondly, I thought... Wouldn't she be running into them all the time if they live right downstairs? I like yeah. that, that well, Hannah I would be running th- into Adam and Jessa more. Um, so I heard the "This is me" when they like dropped off their bikes. Mm-hmm. I thought it was Tally saying that. So that's where yeah. my confusion came yeah. from. I think that's. But the then same I thing. was like, oh. yeah, and then uh, then they were walking down the stairs and. You know, they bump into Adam and Jess, and I was like, wait, is this Hannah's apartment? Were they there the whole time? So thank you for uh, for that correction. Lisa, right? Yeah, Lisa. Lisa yeah. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, That's I awesome. was so confused. I was, I guess I was just so, I thought it was extra funny if Tali lived above Adam's place. Because oh, I thought yeah, that would just hilarious. make the, like, I- irony of that situation funnier. But yeah, yeah. No, I guess they were bringing groceries over to Laird and the baby. Then I guess. Yeah, that was also my thing. Is like, are they just caretaking for the baby now? Yeah. Because you remember when Laird gave Adam the baby. Well, he just left him with the baby. It was going to be like a permanent thing. <laughs> he yeah, just like know? left. He didn't even give him the baby. He just left. Yeah, he's like, I need to chill. Yeah. Here's a baby. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> uh, he just walked out. But- <laughs> We got uh, we got it all squared away. So thank you for that, Lisa. Thank you for providing some clarity for the boys watching the girls. I think that's the only but, time we've uh, been wrong too. Yeah, usually anything. we're one hundred percent correct about every single thing on this show. Yeah. 
uh, especially our predictions, especially our predictions. <laughs> I was right about my prediction about this episode, though, or at least uh, the coffee shop stuff. Yeah. And uh, this episode, I love you, baby. It's the, the season finale. So at the end of the breakdown, we're going to be doing our season ending likability rankings and some further discussion as well about where we think the show can and will go. But uh, first things first, what I loved about this episode is it's as if we wrote it because each character has their own tidy little story <laughs> and they don't connect really at all, <laughs> except for a little tiny bit. Which is insane for a, a finale. Yeah. Yeah. I was sure Shoshana was going to meet up with somebody, one of the girls. Like, she hasn't interacted with any of them since the first episode, really. No. Yeah. We got everybody in their own little world ensemble is impressive that they can tell a story for four characters in a half hour like four separate stories you know and there's no interlap and they're supposed to be well they're also supposed to be best friends and shit like they just never see each other their stories don't intertwine at all yeah being best friends mean you talk about being best friends that's all being best friends is (laughs) (laughs) well all right who should we start with? I'm guessing Shoshana. Sure. Yeah. So Shoshana's story starts with a montage of all of the anti-hipster paraphernalia that is now adorning Rays. There's no real redesign as I thought there was going to be in the last one. They're just like cart. I knew it wasn't. Poster board. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they're going to cut to it and it's just going to be full of people and it's going to be like, wow, Shoshana, it worked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That's exactly what happened, except yeah. for they, they spiced it up with a little bit of poster board. The, there's like, uh, it says no, uh, it's like hipster free zone, typewriter free zone, sensible facial hair only. I saw a Romney poster in there. There was like no man bun sign. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the place is jumping. Like, how would you even, how would people even know that that's what what's going to be inside? You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, they do mention that she had like a New York Times interview coming up or something like they had like a, yeah. a piece in that so like the advertising could get out and i guess if people were like man i hate how this neighborhood's changing they mm. would just go to that place like obviously i feel like you wouldn't have to put the signs up you could just have that place across from helvetica and if you want helvetica you go to helvetica if you want raise you go to raise <laughs> like they are two separate places with or without the signs the signs do yeah. not change the layout yeah. And uh yeah, I mean it looks like it's going well. There's a buttload of people in there. Colin Quinn is very happy. He's very pleased with the whole anti-hipster thing. In fact, a guy with a man bun tries to walk in and he's like, "You got to get the fuck out of here. Read this sign, no man buns." And then Trishana's like, "You can't do that actually." I have a lot of issues with that scene. <laughs> um, <laughs> one he tells Shoshana to like tone it down. I need you to tone it mm. down like to the point where she thinks she's getting fired or whatever. And yeah. then immediately after telling her to tone it down, a bearded hipster looking guy comes in and he just discriminates against him hard. Yeah. And it's like, get he out. Like eviscerates like, that guy. Like it was ugly. <laughs> like, get out. We don't take yeah. he said we don't take your kind here, or we don't serve your kind yeah. here. 
Like he just became like a Gestapo member right there. And that happened yeah, while there's a cop sitting at the coffee bar behind him. Like there's a cop <laughs> there's a cop there. I'm like, wait, what is happening? Like he just <laughs> there's a black cop sitting at the coffee at sitting at the bar of the coffee shop while this like yeah. discriminatory act is happening and he's yelling full volume and walking through like we don't serve your kind this is a different place it was weird yeah it just didn't it, his whole his, his whole vibe is like especially when he's talking to shoshana is like you need to tone it down and she's like oh you mean like you think we've gone too far with the restaurant and he's like oh no no no, no. the restaurant or the coffee shop is perfect i love this you need to tone your attitude down because you're a very aggressive, in-your-face, talking, nonstop person. But then he goes and like, gets Jesus. super aggressive after that. Like he yeah, exactly. I was like, wait, what? Then he, then he just yells at an unsuspecting customer. Yeah, it was just like such a weird uh, contrast right there of what he was saying and what he was doing. But yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, and then uh, far, 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 far later on in the episode, there's a montage of everybody's story wrapping up, and you just see Hermie and Shoshana dancing together. And I thought that that was going to be really creepy, and it kind of was. I did, too. Did not think this. If you told me that the beginning of Shoshana's story of Japan was going to be her running Ray's coffee shop with Hermes, <laughs> I'd be like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I mean, I know we don't want to talk about the whole overarching thing yet, but that that ending was why are they like she's met him once and he gave her some advice yeah. to go to like Japan and then she came yeah. back and now they're best friend. Like she she doesn't even get a chance to interact with Ray. There's no Ray seeing the coffee shop that has his name on it doing well. Yeah, it's Ray's coffee. Yeah. <laughs> and he's just kind of like doing other shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I that's yeah, that's it for Shoshana. That's what her yeah, story is. That's it for sure. Yeah, she had a story though. She know? had a story. It was exactly like you predicted, where it was just like no remodel. It's just they put up some cardboard signs to be like no hipsters, and then they're like, it worked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> New York Times wants to write an article about it. Okay. Yeah. Let's dance the night away, Colin. Basically, Quinn. they did some marketing. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have to rebrand because they were already non-hipster to begin with. So, yeah. So who, who uh, you pick, fans? Uh, let's who go. Let's go, go to Marnie, next? just because we were talking about Ray. Ray and Marnie are okay together, right? Yeah. Yep. So Marnie's scene starts off with her apologizing to Ray that she cannot come. And when I mean come, I mean orgasm. Elijah uh, was right. She, Elijah was right. He called yep. it. Yeah, I didn't realize that this was going to be such a story point. <laughs> or that bathroom talking was going to be a story point, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she's apologizing to Ray. She's like, hey, sorry, I can't orgasm with you. I can only really orgasm when I'm having sex with people that I hate, uh, which is something that I'm working out with my therapist. And Ray's like, that's okay. You know, I'm going to keep trying. She's like, that's really nice of you. <laughs> like he's like yeah i'll still i'll still keep having sex with you like i don't care <laughs> oh it sucks that you can't come i mean i can't know so uh <laughs> she must have been having the best sex ever with desi though oh yeah right yeah maybe that's what kept her like in the marriage other. for so long yeah <laughs> 
So she gets up to go to the bathroom to pee and on her way to the bathroom, she casually just kind of slips in that she and Desi are now opening the opening act for the Lumineers, who are a big time folk group. Yeah. And I was like, damn, they're really, they're moving fucking fast in this band career, dude. Yeah. uh, Where were the Lumineers in 2016? They were already pretty well established, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely. Pretty it's good. it's interesting how Ray's like. Oh, I guess this. I guess that's good. This band. What did he yeah. say? They sound like that. Sounds like he he said said it's like he thought that it was a light fixture or something. <laughs> yeah, or not, or he said something for your teeth, like veneers, lumineers, yeah. or something. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it was really. Is this where she asked him? Did she ask him mm-hmm. beforehand to go on tour with them? No, it's so she's she walks to the bathroom, open door peeing, uh, looking and talking directly to Ray, and she's like, I'm just I don't want to be on the road with Desi and Tandis, and it's gonna be so annoying if I'm there alone. And Ray's just kind of like, Yeah, it's gonna suck. And she goes, You should come with me. And Ray's like, I mean, I have work and a life here, and I can't just really up and leave that. And then she's like, oh, come on. And he goes, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he's like, so-and-so can handle the council meetings. Uh, Shoshana's handling the coffee shop. Sure, I can be the roadie on your yeah. tour. She basically wants him to be her personal assistant. Because she's like, I need people to get me tonic water and tell me that everything's going to be fine. And, it- and remember to breathe and all this bullshit. And I was like, Ray, you're going to leave... A management position at your you're just gonna up and leave your life to be a fucking kiss ass for marnie and i didn't understand if she was joking about him actually doing that or if she was being serious like it's she was definitely being serious i would not want to be on tour listening to her and desley sing love ballads to each other every night over and over again that sounds terrible i mean especially if you're actually going to be a roadie and not be like oh we're in a different city I guess I'll just venture around the city, you know, like, but then, yeah, no, it, he's, he's basically her puppy. Yeah. This, <laughs> all of it sounds awful. And you're supposed to be the mediator between Desi, her and Tandis. Yeah. He, and he knows that he's signing up for that too. Yeah. But you know, he's in love, you know, yeah. he fucking is in love with dude. And like, she, like his, his acceptance of her was, was like, how can I say no to that cute face? And I was like, because you have a fucking life and you're a grown-ass man. Yeah, and like, you should say no. This is going to be awful. You guys just yeah. got back together. Like, nothing can drive a wedge more than you being there. Like, yeah. I could see if maybe he had, like, slight jealousy and wanted to be there because he didn't want her on the road with Desi, like, mm. for that long, you know? Because I will say this. I'm sure that's a little bit. I'm sure that's a little bit part of it. It could be a little bit part of it, but it'd be nice for us to see that in his, like, see that coming across from him. Like, he just seems like so, like, love lorn that he's just like, ah, sure. I don't want to be without you at all. Like, yeah, I'll do anything for my schmoopums. Yeah. You're a schmoopy. (laughs) Yeah. Fucking cuck ass Ray. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a little little teaser for the likability rankings. Ray just dropped. <laughs> oh god. 
So yeah, and then uh, they agree that Ray's going to go on tour with them. And then uh, the next thing we see is uh, Desi interacting with some of his fangirls. And I don't know where they are. They're like in the back of, is it like a rehearsal studio or them packing up their tour bus? Yeah, I wasn't sure. It seemed like they're packing up their tour bus to go, but not like they're coming from a show. Like maybe, maybe they were loading equipment into a place that they were going to do the first uh, show. Maybe like that's the show that they're doing in Brooklyn that night because that's because he hangs out with that girl later. So, like, yeah. so I guess they're still. Well, it's also spot, like so. it's also the middle of the day. It seems like too. So, and also, how do these fangirls know where they are? Maybe say, would you do an early sound check? Like, if you had a show at Bowery, Bowery Ballroom or something? Like, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's only true, kind of. Yeah. yeah, I wasn't really sure. They're just outside, and girls are there. Yeah. Yeah, Desi's interacting with these fangirls who love him. And ever since they saw him on Charm, they've been in love with him. And the one girl runs a website called uh, Desmerized or something. Oh, my God. How long? How much time has passed? Like, how popular are they? That's the thing is, I don't I don't have any scale for how popular they are. Yeah. Because, it. I mean, they had a song on Grey's Anatomy. That, that like, happened. Mm-hmm. And now they're opening for the Lumineers. Like they're moving fast, dude. Yeah, she's. They're doing well. They're doing yeah. really well. And I gotta say this: uh, Desi has been on Charmed, One Tree Hill, Broadway. They got mad over spending what three hundred dollars on pedals. What was that? Yeah. How much? Like, like he has to have made some money. Like, they got and like they have to be able to live in an apartment at least the size of Adams, at least. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get, I don't get it, man. Yeah. And also, if he's had a bit role on Charmed, a bit role on One Tree Hill, and was on Broadway, nobody's making fan dedicated websites for that fucking small of a guy. Well, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know. It depends on how how much of the run on charmed in one tree hill is because people are obsessive so i don't know like i don't know enough but i'm just saying if you're at a level where people are making fan fan uh websites for you i feel like feel like you're doing okay i wish that we could pull up desi's imdb page (laughs) not not the guy that plays desi desi the character (laughs) i want to know what he's been in he's been in everything To fucking garner this fervor that yeah. all of these girls are like, I fucking love you. Oh, how great would it be like he can't go on tour because he has to do uh because he has to do like he actually just got signed up. The, the pilot he went on actually got picked up, yeah. so he can't go on tour. <laughs> yeah, he has a spinoff yeah. from his charmed yeah. fucking character or something. So Desi's doing that and uh Marnie and Ray show up and Marnie basically lays the law down to be like, hey, Desi, Ray's coming on tour with me. Ray's being like, I'm trying to be cordial. Let's just be chill. And and Ray's like, oh, that's cool. And then uh, Marnie's like, well, where's Tandis? And he's like, oh, she's not going to be able to make it because her dad just died suddenly or something. And he's like, oh, okay, so Tandis is out of the picture. And uh, that's kind of where that scene ends. Yeah, Tandis was fun for her. A while, I guess. She served her she purpose fun for two episodes. All all six minutes of screen time that she got. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, it really feels like it was building for something. Like, I don't know if, like, they couldn't get Lisa Bonet back or if they just really only needed her for that little bit. It, but it seemed like it was setting up for more, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was going to be, like, his new girlfriend, this new moderator between the two of them. But it was just, like, yeah, watching. we saw that for, like, an episode. Yeah, watching her interact with uh, Marnie was great because, like, they're two opposite people, you know? Like, yeah, so that was going to be really fun to see. But, you know, it's like how yeah, we wanted no to mas. see Mimi Rose and Jessa go at it because they're so like <laughs> aggressive and op- opposite in their manipulation, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, man. I mean, but so much for that. Uh, her dad's dead. So deuces. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what happened? He's like, yeah, it's, it's a lot or something. He says something kind of weirdly dismissive about it. Um, yeah, dismissive and vague. Yeah, she he he probably killed her or something. She's like dead in a ditch. Oh, <laughs> uh, and Desi doesn't drink. We didn't know that. So that's something you and uh, Desi have in common. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we might have known that, but oh, maybe they wrong. were gonna take uh, at the wedding. Maybe they were gonna take champagne or drinks or something. They were taking. Yeah. Oh, he offered him a beer. Ray offered him that beer that he had. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, because Ray in this episode, he's like, if you want to crack a cold one at the end of the day and like just hang out. And he was like, well, I'll have a juice. Yeah, I'm sorry. I believe it was Fran. I believe it was Fran who offered him the beer. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Before we get another goddamn correction. I know. (laughs) (laughs) The police are coming after us right now. (laughs) I know. Which, you know, we appreciated that email because we were very confused. Appreciate all the emails. Dude, the best one, I mean, I loved the floor plan of oh, Shoshana. Shoshana's Park. floor plan was a great one. That was great to get. Still confused. Great. So please Still confused. keep emailing in. Still confused. Keep emailing in. Yeah. Um, so anyway, then we skip ahead a little bit, and uh, it's like sound check, and Marnie needs to get into their dressing room because she needs to get her monitors and her shoes and stuff. And the door is locked because Desi's getting blown by the girl who runs the Desmerize uh, website. And they're banging on this door like, Desi, come on. We got to get these shoes. Ray's banging on the door. Open this fucking door. He's about to kick that shit down. If Ray was Adam, he would be able to get through that door. But I guess he's not. I know. (laughs) I know. But dude, fucking. I feel like the girl blowing Desi would have been like, hey, let's. I'm gonna stop. Like she, all they're both ignoring him. She is dedicated. She is dedicated, and that is a blowjob that Desi wants. Unlike the one that yeah. Hannah tried to give to Ray. There's, that's the difference. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're both just like fuck everybody, fuck Marnie, the person who's in a band with Desi, and that's why Desi's successful. Uh, I need to keep this dick in my mouth. <laughs> This is the end of the Marnie Desi's yeah. story, right? That's weird. Yeah. It's just so weird yeah, that dude. we're ending on Desi getting a blowjob while Ray and Marnie bang on the door. Is it just being like, this is what being on tour with Desi is going to be like? He's going to be a wreck. Yeah, it, I mean, alone, baby. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Because Desi, I will say, for all of this. Oh, wait. I just remembered something. Remember when Desi abandoned their, like, uh, the performance. I think that might have been last season, right? Yeah, no, that 
I think it was last yeah, season. Yeah, that might have been the season finale of last season. Yeah. Yeah, it was before. Yeah, but, because they were already engaged and we were like, it's no way to getting married. And then the next season was like them getting married. Yeah. But the last thing we saw yeah, because it, last season was him uh, just standing up there like performance or showcase. And she had to do it solo. Yeah. So like you can't yeah. trust Desi on this. I was no, just about dude, to, the guy's a loose cannon. I was about to say, oh, at least Desi really cares about the music. So like it's weird that he's doing that. No, he doesn't. He's a wild, wild card in not a good way. He sucks, dude. He sucks. Yeah. But yeah, that's Marnie's story. <laughs> good job, Marnie. <laughs> way to way to get Ray on tour with you, I guess. Yeah. 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 Who knows? So uh Jessa. I'm going to guess. Yeah, that that makes the most sense to have Jessa. Yeah, yeah. So Jessa is taking care of baby sample. Uh, She's trying to feed it. Uh, I guess, according to Adam, too big of a bite. Adam comes in and criticizes her baby taking care of skills. And she's like, I don't fucking even want to be doing this, dude. Like, why... Of course, I don't know how to deal with a baby. Like, I don't want to be doing this. If you wanted somebody that deals with babies, you should you should call Hannah. And then Adam's like, why would you even mention her name? Like, he's Voldemort or some shit. Yeah, that was... Like, I felt like she brought that up to hurt Adam, you know? Yeah. But it also came out of nowhere. Like, Adam was, yeah. like, being like, hey, don't feed her that big spoonful of food she'll choke on it and she's like oh she's just spinning it out like mo- like normal like a normal person which is which is a weird thing to say about a baby <laughs> so adam yeah. just comes over takes and starts doing it she's like oh you're gonna do it now and adam just doesn't say anything because he's adam he just starts doing it and i'm like yeah like she doesn't even need to be around when you're taking care of this baby <laughs> like like i don't know if they're living together yeah. at this point they, i don't know what's going on but yeah and then she brings yeah, up I, Hannah, and that's when everything. See, goes this crazy. is this is the thing that I'm confused about. Have they been taking care of the baby since Laird gave it to them like two episodes ago? Since Caroline's been missing, I don't know because the way it seems, it seems like they've been ba- they babysit for a little bit. You know, no, because yeah, I think yeah, they're I guess, babysitting because the way uh, the fast yeah, forward like Laird they, they shows can't... up and he's saying, "Oh, I was able to get like." this and do this i was able to yeah. get like protein powder and do basically he was able to run some errands so i feel like they're just babysitting at that point yeah um, it would make sense that they're just babysitting too because like in the last episode when they come back with groceries that'd be really uh really irresponsible to just leave a baby in an apartment <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> but dude i wouldn't put it past jessa for sure no, oh jessa for sure yeah but uh yeah adam kind of criticizes her jessa brings up hannah like oh you know who likes babies is hannah you should call hannah if you want to baby taker carer do you remember what she said she's like hannah's always trying to do something to babies it was some like weird joke she's, yeah she said that she's always trying to make out with frenchum or something yeah um and and gets pissed off and basically like why would you ever bring her up she's like Ugh. so then laird comes back to uh take his own baby and like Vance said, he's like, yeah, I had some time to get some protein powder and some other thing that was weird and very layered. Uh, and Adam is like, look me in the eyes. Look at me. And he looks at him and he's like, all right, here. I guess he was checking to see if he was fucked up on. Yeah, drugs I, I actually love that moment. 
by Adam. I was like, okay, yeah, yeah. like because he's gone out. You know, like we haven't addressed that his sister's missing still. Um, oh yeah, you know, no. like so that hasn't been remedied yet. And so yeah. we got to be like, oh, this guy just disappeared. You know, he's a drug addict. Maybe he could just relapse because Adam's it, an alcoholic, but not an alcoholic. You know, like so. And but Jessa's in recovery too, so like they know. They're all in recovery, so they all know. So they're looking at his eyes, and he's like, "Okay, you're good." And I love they had the when matching kept... beanies on the baby and uh, Laird. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when they when he kept saying like, "Look at me in the eyes," I thought he was going to ask him a question, and then he just stares at him for like four seconds, and then gives the baby back to him. I was like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> no, yeah, I, I got it. But right he was away. just checking. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah. Um, after they leave, Jessica keeps bringing up Hannah, pisses off at him, and he says something about, like, you know, like, she's not part of our lives anymore. Like, why do we need to concern ourselves with her? Like, we're done with that lady. Like, she's out. We don't have to deal with her. We don't need to talk about her. We don't need to see her. Why are you fucking keep doing this? Yeah, she lives upstairs. We'll never see her. <laughs> or, like, <laughs> or when we go over to, when we go over to see my, uh, my niece. So, yeah, she's basically saying, you know, that she's sad that Hannah uh, is not in her life anymore and she can't just cut her out because that's her best friend. And because they're in the situation that they're in now, she's blaming Adam that she can't see her best friend. Yeah, basically, it's that uh, she she has like a weirdly self-aware moment where she's like, oh, Hannah's my best friend. Um, and I know I'm an unlikable person. A lot of people don't like me because I have a great ass and something or whatever. Um, yeah. But she's, yeah. it was like, but the one thing I wasn't, I'm not a bad, morally corrupt person, right? She tries to like justify that. And then says, I one thing I'm not is like a man stealer. I would never steal someone's yeah. man. And you turned me into that, Adam. And I'll never forgive forgive you for that. And as I just said that out loud, I just thought about like all the other scenes that we've seen of Jessa from earlier seasons, like when the guy was getting married and she decided to have sex with him out of the window at Shoshana's place in front of Shoshana, kind of exactly uh, how like, yeah, she kind of would hook up with married people before she like was, she didn't she, she was, didn't want to hook up with the baby, she, the babysitting married person. The, the job she had she didn't yeah. want to hook up with him was but. she hooking up with jasper too because jasper's daughter was like please give me my dad back and she's like go fuck yourself i think they were just doing drugs together i don't think they were actually having sex every time he seemed to try to make a move she would always shut him down yeah that, that's true that one i will say she wasn't having sex with she also set Adam up with Mimi Rose specifically so she can steal Ace from Mimi Rose. Yeah, that was a that was a rough one. That's that's a hard one to come back from. That's a hard one to start a relationship yeah. with the person that did that to you. Yeah. And now she's like, I am not a boyfriend. Yes, you fucking are. In her slight defense, Adam was the one that kept pushing it while she said while she kept saying no adam was the one that kept stalking and following and pushing the issue you know she uh which it seems to be every guy in this show just can't take just can't walk away from a a troubled relationship um 
but yeah, yeah, I don't know. So upon hearing this news, Adam decides to wreck shit. He screams, fuck, throws a lamp into the wall, throws something else, and then Jessa out of nowhere starts breaking shit. Yeah, she walks down the just... hallway, right? Like, she walks down the hallway, and you're thinking, like, she's grabbing her bag to leave. And then she just grabs something yeah. else and throws in it, like, smack. Like, the whole apartment is rigged with, seems like it's rigged with stuff to just break. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, she goes into the bedroom, grabs something, throws it at Adam. And Adam dodges it. It smashes into something else that breaks. Like a, a vase or a lamp or something. <laughs> Yeah, is this whole apartment made of like ceramics and glass? Like, <laughs> it, it's like it, it, if you watch this with like some different music and maybe without all the screaming and yelling, it would be hilarious. Like, Dude, I also think that this would have been the most fun scene to ever do. Yeah, it's like people's fantasy to just break shit. Like, it's yeah. fucking awesome. Um, and it all like, I don't know if there's a skip because they go back to another story and then they come back to Adam and Jessa, but they come back to Adam and Jessa and Adam like takes a bike off of the wall and then throws it at Jessa. It looks like, and it wrecks like his whole record collection. Jessa takes a bookshelf and topples the entire thing over. Meanwhile, they're screaming. Adam is just like screaming. Hannah's a fucking cunt. (laughs) she's a narcissistic fucking hold on i wrote it down she wrote he wrote she's like worthless manipulative narcissist she he's fucking throwing stuff jessa then gets afraid and goes and runs into the bathroom and locks herself in there before we get to the bathroom there's there there was a line before she ripped down the the bookcase like and it is it is troubling because like they're throwing stuff he actually grabs her at one point and like stomps her, and then she mm-hmm. stomps her in his foot. Like it's getting like domestic abusey. Like I'm like, where are the cops? Or like some neighbor has to call somebody. Like it's right, like, dude. If you is, hear all that shit, it is like it is sounding awful. Um, and yeah, it's actually they're getting screaming too. Yeah, at the top of their lungs, they're screaming at the top of the lungs. Shit's breaking. Jessa tries to actually leave the apartment, and, and you're right. Adam grabs her. And he's like, God, you're not yeah. fucking going anywhere. And then she kicks him. And yeah, that, he says something like, like I, him... yeah, she, he says something like I'd like I'd run over. I'd hit Aunt Hannah with a car to stop her or something at one point. Uh, and then and then he's like, she's a cunt. She's a bitch, whatever. She's manipulative. We're done with her. We're done with her. And then that's when Jessica goes over to the bookcase. <laughs> and she pulls the bookcase down. She's like, we'll never be done with her. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's so funny to me just because like, it, like listening to it, like I went back and watched it a second time. It's so funny. Like it's, it's like a reality show where you flip a table. And it's like, we're never going to be done with her. Like just admitting yeah. that they're trapped with Hannah forever. <laughs> and like not in a... <laughs> Not in a way like I miss my friend, but like, oh my god, we're in purgatory or hell. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just something <laughs> we're funny stuck. about we're, we're tethered to this person. Yeah, it was just something so funny about her saying that and then slamming a bookcase. Um, yeah, but then they go. She runs off to the yeah. bathroom because 
after Adam goes to throw a bike, he rips the bike off the wall and goes to throw it at her, or it's just going to throw it and there's not enough mm-hmm. room for her not to get hit. Like, I don't know. Yeah, dude. I mean, it looked like he was directly throwing it at her. Yeah. Like, because yeah. he, like, he has to run across the apartment to get to where he's trying to throw it. And she's just like standing there and he's charging at her. <laughs> with a bike over his head like yeah are you really gonna say that he wasn't trying to hit her well i mean at a certain point he's just throwing anything anywhere and like i think that was the only place he could have thrown the bike that's the only that's the only little bit i'll give him is that in that place that was the only place he could throw the bike with any force but yeah um yeah, yeah. likely likely i guess i don't know it's yeah I already admit this was very, like, this is a triggering. If you have, if you've been dealing with any type of, you know, domestic issues, like, this will trigger the hell out of anybody, I would think. Yeah, I mean, watching this scene, I was like, this relationship is going to a very dark place. Like, that was so dark and fucked up to watch. And I was, I was like, how, I was like, you know, like, if hannah and him were ever to get back together i was like how is that gonna happen if he feels this i didn't think he hated her that much because the way they ended things wasn't as bad like he she was like the last time they broke up he was like she's like yeah i kind of want to date this friend guy and he's like all right well thanks for helping me with my sister have the baby like between that i don't know what she did to him that fully (laughs) fucked him over like i don't know but he seems yeah. All right. So then Jess uh, runs into the bathroom and locks it. And uh, Adam's like, open this fucking door. And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's like, open the fucking door. I said, open it right fucking now. And she's like, no, get out of here. And then Adam fucking, <laughs> fucking The Shining punches through the door and sticks his head through just like Jack Nicholson. A hundred percent. Jess is like, Jess is just like, really? <laughs> I loved, I love that reaction. Like, I love that they set that up and it's been chaotic. And she's like, it got to this level. Really? Really, yeah. Adam? <laughs> like, it's so good. It was like, isn't this a little cliche? <laughs> it's fucking, it's, dude just punched me, threw a bike at you and punched through a door. Aren't you a little afraid? <laughs> It's like I wasn't afraid at all. Adam's like, I'm sorry, just sorry I scared you. She's like, I wasn't afraid. It's like this, yeah. this was just ridiculous that it got to this level. And it <laughs> she's not wrong. She's not wrong. Oh yeah. Like the I don't even think we really brought up how it's like we talked about how it started exactly, but like when he first starts smashing stuff, the escalation is insane. Cause when uh he found out that Mimi Rose had an abortion. He just smashed some stuff off the table. Yeah, I mean, this one, he just went zero to si- zero to 60, like, in half a second. It was yeah. wild, man. And that was all because he, she said, I will never forgive you for that, even if we're dead in a bed together at old age. Like, she'll never forgive him for turning her into a boyfriend stealer. It is weird that she would say that. You know what's fucking bullshit about that thing? It makes it seem like she has no agency herself. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that Adam was pushing and Adam wanted to be dating her. But if you put all of the blame on Adam, like, go fuck yourself, man. Like, you're guilty as well. 
yeah it takes two people to do that you know like that's yeah she's pushing it and making it all on adam like okay you guys both liked each other you guys both went through it and you guys could still see hannah from what we've seen Mm -hmm. it seems like they decided oh we're just not gonna see her like you could still see her Mm -hmm. and i was i was still waiting for that sit down talk about it hash it out I loved the scene that we got at the end of last episode where Hannah just laughs about the absurdity of it. But we never actually saw them have a talk about it or, or confront it at all, you know? Yeah. And we don't in this episode either. What is what what's the conversation after he punches through the door and she calls him? Because I know that he Adam starts to talk about something else. I forget exactly what. I don't know. I was still riding the high of I have that fight. <laughs> I don't remember yeah. exactly what they said. Well, I guess it's not that important then. But uh, yeah, then during the ending montage going through everybody, we see uh, the apartment smashed to smithereens and Jessa lying bottomless and Adam lying naked as if they, you know, they just fucked the shit out of each other. They got their passion. All that broken glass and broken apartment, that just means they're passionate about each other. And uh, yeah, just as Donald ducking it, Winnie the Pooh in it, shirt on, <laughs> yeah. no bottom. <laughs> uh, and they are, the camera does a slow pullout, and they are in the most awkward stage pose that you could possibly be in for the longest time. Like, no <laughs> two people are lying in that position motionless yeah, for, no. for like the motionless t- 10 to 30 seconds it takes for that pull out that like M- motionless and silent like not <laughs> saying a word to each other yeah. <laughs> oh and so this is the end of the jessa adam thing for this season and i am i i just can't believe we never saw any of jessa doing any of her therapy stuff it gets mentioned like during the yelling, like, oh, that's why you'd be a perfect therapist yeah. or a horrible therapist because you play with him. I don't know. Whatever that was. About. Yeah. He said that you're going to be a great therapist because you're fucking insane. And then she says, well, you're going to be a great actor because you're a narcissist. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we get that. But I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It was, it was wild. It was a wild uh, arc. For Jessa and Adam. Yeah, I guess they're going to be together forever until Marnie ruins it. (laughs) Can you imagine? This episode started with them taking care of a baby together and ended with them breaking everything in their apartment and fucking. (laughs) You think it's a metaphor? (laughs) You think it's a metaphor for like, oh, yeah, like you need the baby to help help be the stabilizing factor of the relationship. Like they wouldn't fight like this around the baby. No, they should not have a baby introduced to them at all. That fucking dude. I really did think that uh, she was going to announce that she was pregnant at some point because they kept doubling down yeah. on how bad of a mother she was going to be, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But that uh, is Adam and Jessa. And uh, anything else to add on that bad boy? No, if something comes up, we'll we'll get in and wrap up. But I think that's really, I mean, it was just, it was... I can't believe that was their whole episode, but yeah. Yeah. Their whole episode. Yeah. I, I, oh God. All right. Let's get to Hannah. Uh, 
Hannah's story starts off, and the episode starts off with Hannah. Hannah's uh, taken up running. She is running down the streets of Brooklyn, and about every five to eight seconds, she's stopping to pose and stretch. And <laughs> it's great. It's, it's very great, weird. Actually. Yeah, yeah. It was pretty. It, it's a hundred percent Hannah. If she was just running full speed and like, you'd be like, wait, what? How much time has gone past? Like. Is it two years later? Like, what happened? <laughs> I just saw her running away from Fran and it looked like she had never moved her arms and legs again before. <laughs> yeah. So she's running down the street and uh, she gets to what looks like her apartment and her parents are sitting on the stoop and she sees her parents and she's like, oh, fuck, I don't want to deal with my parents. And then it keeps running and the parents are like, Hannah, we know that you saw us. And she's like, I'm in the middle of my run. She's, and the dad's like, no, you're not. <laughs> we know that you were finished running. You were about to come in, dude. Like, <laughs> And then she like makes up a lie about running up and down a block for a mile. Or like I go up and down. Yeah. yeah. And then the parents are just like laughing at her. Like, there's no fucking way that you do that. <laughs> yeah. And, uh they're like hey, we're just kind of sad that uh we want to spend time with you and she's like i don't want to spend time with you guys i don't want to spend time with uh my dad who just came out as gay and my mom who dresses like pat benatar and she's like i'm gonna go finish up my run yeah they said that they tried calling her 23 times and they were and she hasn't been picking up their phone call and then they say oh mm -hmm. we just want to spend time together as a family and those two things seem so disparate to me because I feel like if my parents tried to reach me that much, they wouldn't be like, oh, we just showed up from out of town just to spend time with you as opposed to something happened to our child. Are they safe? Like that? They're two different yeah. like theories there. Like how would they be spending time together as a family? Like, she lives in New York. They're in Michigan. Like. Right. Yeah. She should have. She would have known. That they were coming, I feel like, you know? No, I get, like, I feel like, yeah, I don't get what that that statement means, that they just wanted to hang out. I thought they were, if the both of them came, they had to come there because they felt like she something was wrong, you know? And once they see her, yeah. they're not, like, shocked that yeah. she's, like, they're not surprised that she's out there or not or, at all. They're just like, oh, there's Hannah. Like, yeah, she should be, and she is. Get, grab some lunch. She's accurately shocked because they're sitting on her stoop. Like, like if you came home and your parents were sitting outside your apartment, you'd be like, what? Yeah, I'd be like, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> that's what I would have thought. If like, she, she does mention, like, yeah, you called me 23 times. Don't you think that's a little psychotic? Which is totally fair. Like, if my parents called me 23 times, I would feel like maybe something is wrong with them. Like, maybe somebody died or something is... And then if I didn't pick up for 23 times, my parents would be like, something's wrong with Joe. Yeah. But none of that. They just wanted yeah. to grab some lunch. Yeah. They wanted to, you know, they drove down from Michigan. They want to, you know, hang out for a bit and then they'll drive back. <laughs> yeah. Fucking so, so silly. All right. So the next scene is uh, that Hannah's parents have now moved inside and uh, they're basically just saying that they're sad that Hannah doesn't want to spend time with her and. They're like, why don't you want to spend time with us? And then Hannah's basically like, well, you guys are fucking depressing. And then the mom is just like, yeah, you're right. We are kind of depressing. 
I felt like this scene was more about like the whole thing was about them staying together as a couple and Hannah disapproving mm-hmm. of that. And that seemed fine for the beginning of the season, but it seems like this is just wrapping up that beginning of the season stuff. But when the middle of the season stuff happened, you know what I mean? Like it's, it took me a minute to be like, why is she not happy with her parents? And I was like, Oh, mm-hmm. earlier, like they decided that they're still going to stay together. You know, like if this happens, yeah. if this happened after they came back from the retreat, the yoga retreat, where that she decided that she wasn't going to divorce the dad and all that stuff. I'd be like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this is a carryover. But because we've had so much other stuff in between, I had completely forgotten about the mom and dad and their situation. Um, yeah. It didn't seem like one of the things where yeah. I was like, I need answers to that question. Like, I need to know where Adam's <laughs> sister is more than I need to know about Hannah's parents. You know, like, it just seemed like, I don't know. I, I care more about what's going on with Soup Guy and... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Shoshana Scott, yeah. the soup guy. Yeah, is Charlie still floating around the city? Like, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. So yeah, they're Hannah has to make some kind of compromise with her parents, where it's like, "Will you guys get new haircuts or something?" Like, you guys are depressing the fuck out of me. And then she reveals that she is doing a storytelling show at the Moth at night. Which is like a big kind of open mic storytelling thing. Yeah, it's very big uh, uh, in New York and L.A., right? I don't yeah, know if they... I, I guess they have story. other cities too, right? Yeah, I, I know that they do it in L.A. because I did a storytelling show out here. And one of, a couple of the people out here were had done The Moth. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. But anyway, uh, then this inspires her mom to be like... Oh, you're going to be doing a storytelling show? What are you going to be wearing? And Hannah's just got her sports bra on and her leggings. She's like, I don't know, probably just this with maybe a blazer on top. And the mom is like, no, you will not be doing that. We need to go shopping. Yeah, and then it's her, the mom and the dad are like, they're they're pulling a Joe's fashion corner on Hannah in real life, in real time, and being like, no, yeah, that's not going to work. Yeah, thank God they did. Because showing up, like, I mean... Her outfit wasn't bad for working out, but yeah, that's not appropriate for the moth. What was she going to wear? So Like something with a chunk. Like I wasn't really paying attention to what she said she was going to wear. So she was going to wear her sports bra, leggings, um, and a blazer over top of it. And then I think that she said that she was going to add like a low heel to it as well. And the mom was like, no, I thought not she, at all. I think You're she said wedge that. heel or something. Yeah. So the, they go shopping with uh, Elijah and uh, the mom is, she's complaining to the mom about how Jessa stole Adam from her or whatever. And the mom is like, oh, I had a friend like that. And he she stole the guy that I was having a crush on. And then guess what happened to her? She died. And then Hannah was like, so did you get back with that other guy? And she was like, Oh, I didn't even think about that. I was just happy that that girl died. It's <laughs> like, wow. Yeah. She's like, I don't want this to happen to Jessa, but you know, <laughs> it was, yeah. it's pretty funny, but really dark. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It was insane. I was like, God damn, Laureen. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking insane. 
Yeah. She was just like, oh, I didn't even care about that guy anymore. I just wanted her to die. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> and that's like really well set up for the end of this episode and like the Hannah payoff. Like it's really well set up to show some show some growth. Because there's a great yeah. line in here where she's like, oh, yeah, these are great outfits. And she's like, and the mom's like, yeah, these these really work for our body type. And then Hannah's like, we don't have the same body type. Yeah. yeah. And I do mention, I, I do want to mention, I, I said that Elijah was with them when they were shopping. He was not with them. It was just Hannah and, and the mom. Yeah, I was, because of my, my faux pas last episode, you said that. And I was like, maybe he was in the background or something. I was like, I'm just going to no, let it slide. <laughs> He wasn't because you know where Elijah was, was he was going to Hannah's apartment uh, because he needed to wash his bottom half, according to him. And Tad opens the door and and Elijah's like, Tad, what's up? (laughs) And it's very clear that Elijah's fucked up on something. Yeah, he's been out all night uh, party partying it up. He looked it almost looked like he was been up all night crying too. Yeah. You know? His eyes were all red yeah. and baggy and and Tad is like have you gotten some sleep recently? And he's like no, I haven't slept. I haven't. He's like well, when's the last time you went to bed? And he's like oh, Wednesday and the dad's like it's Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then they have so, a nice they have a nice like little heart to heart moment there. Um Yeah. And I guess they kind of commiserate about, you know, law loves and why are we even trying? Who gives a fuck? This sucks. Yeah. And Elijah says, uh, has a line of like, I just feel like giving up. Like she's like, all these guys suck. We might as well just, I feel like just giving up. And, or, and then, uh, the dad is like, I feel like I'm just starting, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Which kind of bookends with Elijah later with the mom. Yeah. Yeah. It is a thing of like two contrasting points of view because Elijah's like, I just want to leave and everything sucks and I just want it all to end. And the dad's like, I will not give up because I'm just starting. Like, the, my, mm-hmm. my new life is just starting as a gay man. So I'm not even like, I'm jaded as fuck, but not jaded as, not as jaded as you. Uh, and I'm not ready to get throw in the towel yet. Yeah, and when we, they cuddle each other. Yeah, we might as well jump to the end with him and uh the mom, and they're like outside yeah. somewhere and like drinking or whatever. And he and Elijah's being like, I hate, I I feel like I'm doing nothing with my life. I'm, I'm gonna do nothing mm-hmm. with my life and then die. And then she's like, I feel like I've done nothing with my life and I have no time. I've wasted my whole yeah. life. <laughs> and Elijah's like, I'm gonna live for another eighty years and I've done nothing. Yeah, and I'm going to do nothing. And I'm going to do nothing. Um, yeah, that was a pretty sweet moment too. And, and then <laughs> she's the, like, "Oh, you're." He said something like, "I'm three beers away from fucking you," and she goes, "Well, you are my type." <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's something like your type. Yeah, you're like just basing it on like all the gay guys that she's like. Or she says, "You're yeah, you're my type." Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, we're getting a little ahead here because after Tad. And uh, and uh, Elijah kind of have a little spoon session, a little cuddle session to commiserate together and share hope and all that stuff. After that, we get Hannah, the mom, and Elijah go to the moth. They all are standing in line. And Elijah has a Joe's Fashion Corner moment where he's like, all these people here are my worst fucking nightmare. <laughs> and uh, 
they're in line and Elijah's like, fuck this dude. Like we're never going to get to the front of the line. Let's just butt in front of somebody. And they butt in front of a hilarious comedian whose name is Seton Smith. I dude, I knew that guy in Washington, DC. Like when I was in my first year of comedy, he was doing comedy in DC and he was like the shit in DC. And then he moved to New York and he was the shit in New York. Dude's fucking hilarious. He was in uh, John Mulaney's sitcom that got canceled after a couple episodes. But Seton Smith is fucking hilarious. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, shit, Seton Smith. All right. I, yeah, I saw him outside and I like wanted I was like, oh, I wonder if he's going to have I, I was like, I couldn't tell, like, because when this came out, like if Seton, because they just pan across all these people. And I recognize him from uh, mm-hmm. the John Mulaney show, which I don't think anyone's seen. But also uh, <laughs> Alternativo, which was this like sketch show on Comedy Central. Yeah. And he's great in that. And that's a much better <laughs> showcase of yeah. like his his ability and stuff. Um, yeah. yeah. He's done stand up on Conan yeah. and like oh, Colbert yeah. and like all over the place. That guy's fucking great. Yeah. But you know what doesn't make sense is so they pan across and Seton is behind them. Mm hmm. And then when they get inside, Seton's at like way, way, way in front of them. Yep. yep. <laughs> Continuity error. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was very confused by that because I was like, okay, so now he's in front. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that guy's hilarious. Done a ton of shows with that guy. Love Seton Smith. Everybody go check him out. Uh, but yeah, Elijah butts in front of him. And then he basically calls Hannah and Elijah out for being dicks for butting in front of him. He's like, I care about this. You have no idea. Like, who the fuck are you? Like, I have a podcast. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh. Yeah, because Elijah oh, puts, no. Elijah not only butts in front, he puts Hannah's name in twice. Yeah. And just like, hey, Hannah, I put your name in twice and then walks away. And she just yeah. stands there like, I don't know what to do. Yeah, that's a yeah. big no-no in the open mic community. <laughs> yeah yeah i would think so the other the other two random extras that are behind her just like walk off yeah <laughs> was like, i was like what no you guys don't no one seems to care about this like he screamed it full volume throughout the whole place yeah yeah <laughs> so then uh the show starts and ophira eisenberg is hosting the show and i've actually done a couple shows with her as well yeah, cool. which is pretty cool Let's see how successful all these people I've done shows with are. And here I am doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. We're doing a podcast about people who have succeeded, you know? Yeah. But maybe this is our ticket, Vance. <laughs> we're like, Shoshana, you, you bum talking about welfare. <laughs> and we're like, Oh wait, she's on, she's in five seasons of a very popular show. <laughs> Yeah. yeah so if you guys want to help out my career just follow me on instagram at, at joe elke please <laughs> support the show support all the other stuff i want to be on girls i want people on podcasts talking about me anyway so she ophira eisenberg is hosting the show and then you know we get a montage of storytellers telling their stories and eventually Tammy it gets to Sager. hannah Tammy Sager's one of them. Uh, she's a writer on the show, and um, yeah, she's like the first one that comes up. And we we gotta say, Seton Smith does get a chance to go up because if he didn't, yeah. it would be really, it would really take away from the setup of the whole scene. Like you really want to like yeah. pay attention to Hannah's story, but not 
at the expense of this of the black actor that's trying to perform that elijah just butts in front of you know like it just would it would just nullify whatever she said because they would have cheated their way under the stage so which is still what they did either way yeah absolutely yeah but yeah good point seton does get to tell his story and uh, eventually it does get to hannah horvath as ophira pronounces it hannah is going up with uh post-it notes and the a guy that she's standing next to is like what are you doing you can't have those and she's like well they're my prompts and he's like you can't you'll be disqualified disqualified or something like he said disqualified right yeah something like that yeah or i guess i mean i guess it's just a comp i guess it's a competition so yeah yeah so she goes up and without her prompts and tells the story about Adam and Jessa hooking up and how it made her feel. And she's saying like, you know, she's never been a chill person. And if people were to tell her that kind of stuff, she would freak out. But when she first saw them together, she was oddly calm. And it's weird because she can't be herself, but she's not acting like herself. And, but she's also not, She's pissed, but she's not pissed. I don't know. It was like the conflicting emotions that she was having about their yeah. relationship. Yep. And the story kind of caps off with her saying, like, I was going over to their apartment with a fruit basket because I wanted to wish them well, because I genuinely do wish them well. But by the time I got to their apartment today, I heard stuff breaking and I heard screaming and I heard them screaming about me. And she just left the fruit basket at their door and left. Well, yeah, the point she was making is that because she heard that the screaming and the fighting and her name in it, that she knew she was free. She knew she was free from that whole jealousy, Adam trap, you know, like all of that. She was fine. You know, that was she was able to move on from that. So I was like, okay, that's. That works, I guess. See, I don't yeah. know how that was, how that would make her feel like moving on. I Hannah's think if the I type heard, person that I, I think if I heard, I think if I heard Adam yelling at the top of his lungs that that I was a fucking manipulative cunt bitch, I think I'd be like, <laughs> you know what, I'm all right. <laughs> I don't need to go in that room where he's throwing bikes. <laughs> like, like if if I was just outside that door hearing that conversation, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm good, I'm good. See, this is what I'm putting myself in the mindset of Hannah. And maybe she's, you know, she's matured or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I feel like her hearing them fighting about her would make her feel really good. Like, oh, I'm still in their minds. And I don't think that it would be like, oh, I can move on now because I've ruined these two people's lives or whatever. Yeah, I mean, there's one part of that. But I think what they were setting up with that scene in the dressing room with the mom saying that all she cared about was that her friend who had slept with her person was having a bad time. I guess, I mean, that could marry to that. Like, she's like, oh, Jess is now having that horrible time that I had with Adam. So now I'm fine with it. You know, I'm free to move on because, like, I'm not jealous. I'm not, That's. I think that's what it was. She's not jealous of Jess anymore. Like, she, Jessa has, Jessa has what 
what Hannah thought she wanted, and then this is what it is. So she's like, "Oh yeah, Jet said you can have that." Yeah, and it and it goes back to the last episode with Tally when she said, "Like I don't know who to warn who about." Mm-hmm. as well because like they're both destructive fucking people yeah and yeah you're right i guess he, seeing and hearing that destructiveness coming together and just a big blowout would make her be like oh yeah well, what was i fucking thinking like, it, it's kind <laughs> of like i the, want this it's the fran thing it's like fran why are you fighting for this relationship that's a mess and it's like hannah why are you fighting yeah. to be with adam when that relationship is a mess like she's mentioned yeah. it a couple times, like uh, even uh, the, the that rice pudding episode where she's talking to Marnie. She's like, well, Adam was this way. Adam was weird this way. And Fran's weird this way. Like both of them are like mm-hmm. a problem. Like they're both assholes in different ways. Like and Adam had been turning yeah. a corner ish. And like this rage was <laughs> I was like it. Like if that still is in them and can still come out, like you don't need that. That's a volcano, you know. That's like living at the bottom of a volcano. Like eventually something's gonna happen. Like that, he was ripping his own place apart. Yeah, like that dude needs to be put away. Like, like, like it's one thing if he was like small and not gigantic and imposing. Like that's a threat. Yeah, yeah. he is an imposing fellow, man. And uh, so then we have the scene with uh, Elijah and the mom mm-hmm. and uh, interspliced with that is Tad going to the guy who he hooked up with his house. The guy that he hooked up with uh, several episodes ago that he was worried about, you know, just going and having sex with a guy. And he was he had to go. Hannah had to get his wallet from his place. Yep. That that sweet, sweet guy that we were fans of. So Tad goes back to his apartment and that he skipped Hannah's storytelling thing for that. Um, then the mom and Elijah. Then we had the montage of all the other girls and what they're doing. Shoshana and Hermie dancing. Uh, Desi getting blown. and <laughs> That's just so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's just like this end of season wrap up is Desi getting blown. <laughs> yeah, it's like and, it, and Marty and Ray banging on a door. <laughs> Yeah. Then uh, we get to Adam and Jessa panting on the floor after they just viciously fucked each other. So then we go to Hannah and she's on the Williamsburg Bridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think Looks it's like Williamsburg it. Bridge, yep. She's she's on a bridge. Yep. <laughs> and uh she's walking, she's looking happy because she's told her story and I think that it did well because in the closed captions, I saw that it said 10 because they're judging the stories out of 10, I guess. Oh, really? Because I really thought I thought it was a great decision to not uh, to not score it. I thought it was a great decision to just be like, yeah. OK, she told her story. It doesn't matter where it placed out of the 10 people. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't yeah. like oh, it was like, well, that story got a six. And you're like, wah, wah, or like whatever. I just thought it was great to just be like. That she told the story, the the rest of it doesn't matter. Yeah, the story was the most important part. Yeah. She had to get that off of her chest. But uh, the closed captions ruined that for you because I saw, I read, somebody said 10. But it could have been an okay. audience member, who knows. <laughs> okay. But she's happy about getting her story told. And then she's smiling and then she just starts running. And uh, 
yeah that kind of wraps up hannah and then well then they go to that frame. freeze frame the freeze frame is like yeah <laughs> and that seems to be like a call back to something but i wasn't sure what or not a call back to something but like a like a, a reference some it feels like a movie reference or something because they don't do freeze frames ever yeah you know? um it, it was corny as hell dude <laughs> yeah i uh i know i brought up on here to the ad watched sopranos since we started this podcast at some point and mm. the sopranos has one episode where they do this really weird freeze frame wipe like and, it, and it's just like the most random thing ever like out of the 80 or so 90 or so episodes of sopranos there's like a freeze frame wipe or something in it with the um with the wife character yeah and that is the end of season five wow we've got one season left vance we got a season left and a lot of a lot of uh little surprises for our listeners coming up so indeed yeah indeed so as we do with the mid-season at the end of the season we gotta talk like ability rankings yeah we do i am not i will i will say this i am not uh really sure where i'm gonna rank these people i like kind of i compiled a little bit of a list of pros and cons and i don't even know um really yeah dude i have no fucking clue i i i feel like i'm gonna lay out my list and then you're gonna bring up a bunch of stuff and i'm like oh yeah Drop that person, raise that person. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that seems like the way it should be. Um, should we just do the guys first, get them out of the way? Yeah, who is eligible for the men? Uh we got Adam, Desi, Fran, Ray, Elijah, Laird, and if we want, we can throw Dill Harcourt in there. <sighs> Dill Harcourt as an honorable okay. mention, I would say he's fine. Uh, yeah he's whatever you know yeah. he had a revelation i guess yeah all right let's see so at the bottom and i don't think this is too controversial at the bottom i'm gonna put desi yeah uh my notes on desi are the wedding his him being at the wedding and all the stuff he was doing uh the music <laughs> my, my my notes when desi are the wedding the music the person <laughs> yeah and uh yeah let's throw let's just throw uh you know getting a blowjob before the show and and just being an overall fuck up <laughs> yeah being an overall fuck boy yeah but i will say adam in this last episode is really fighting him for that last spot because i can't dude i was gonna say I, adam is right above desi for me adam uh, just, i mean just any like a, just barely though he see like he had all of this goodwill built up for me for this season mm -hmm. and then just fucking tanked it yeah <laughs> like, like how do you go from being somewhat likable to just being like oh oh i fucking hate you uh start <laughs> a maniac start attacking a woman that'll drop you really fast <laughs> that'll drop you really yeah, fast dude. i mean jesus christ dude uh, yeah i mean 
we're giving Desi it just for the overall episode and second second half of the season probably would be Adam if we didn't have the yeah the goodwill of like taking care of the baby and like mm-hmm. being like genuinely an okay person little stalkery with Jessa mm-hmm. um and he decided to yeah. pay for Jessa's schooling which was which was super generous um yeah yeah but those I wonder ang- if that deal still on <sighs> yeah I, that's what I was wondering too yeah I, I mean I think it's still on because I think their relationship is still on but we'll see we'll see yep I don't know if the all right the, I don't know if the relationship <laughs> I think it's a money relationship where it, hey. it, yeah that's that'd be weird <laughs> Adam's a sugar daddy for a girl that's his age yeah, but then if they break up, he's like, I'm pulling the tuition. <laughs> yeah. All right. Right above Adam. Fran. I'm going to put Fran, I guess. Yeah. 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 Um, And my note on Fran. Fran was, you go. You go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say Fran was a likable guy, but then he just started out of nowhere acting irrationally and out of his own best interest. Like what we loved about Fran to begin with was his, it was like he wasn't existing in the world of girls because he was like, no, I don't want to go out with you. You're fucking a drama queen and everything that you do is dramatic. Like, I don't want that in my life. Yeah. And then he dipped his toe. He dipped his toe in the pool of girls and then ended up drowning in it. Yes, that's a good point. It's like how I've said I wanted Hannah and Adam just to stay together so they wouldn't pass on their like craziness to other unsuspecting people. And like that's what happened to Fran. He dipped his toe in, he got with Hannah, and he's like, now I'm crazy now. Like, I guess I just have to turn into Adam. <laughs> and But before, yeah. he was just like a random person. Like, what is this? No way. Too much drama. I'm out. Like, like a normal yeah. person. He was the most regular dude, and then he just got caught all up in this and being like, how come you can't fucking date me for like three episodes? Yeah. I I wrote down, he's a teacher who doesn't learn. Because <laughs> he, he, he started out being like, I dated a girl. She was a little much. I don't want to do it again. Did it again. And then was fighting to stay yep. with it. I was like, man. Yep. Yep. Through the fucking uh, desperation, Hail Mary, I love you, <laughs> while yeah. Hannah's packing up his shit. <laughs> That's the second Fran. time he told her that he loved her. No response. Dude. Remember he told her that one time yeah, when man. she was on it, when, with, the, with the nudes on his phone? And they're having sex mm-hmm. in a chair and she's not into it. And he's like, I love you. And she's like, maybe get one of your other girls to love you. Your phone girls or yeah. something. I mean, there were so many times you should have walked away. So many times. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fran, yeah. you're not, you're not, yeah, you're right above Adam. Mm-hmm. Uh, right above Fran, I'm going to put Ray, I think. Interesting. Not Elijah? No, because Elijah seems like his intentions are true, especially with Dill. Uh, I, I got, I, I'm guessing I, Elijah's the, Elijah's number one for me then. I'm going to, you know, I'm going to put Laird above Fran. Just oh for shit. The I forgot about just, just for the walkout. He's not really low. Like I understand, like he's really not yeah. in the show that much. I mean, he could be any one of them, but like he, the way he just walked out that one day 
and like or just like not saying anything about the sister being missing for three days yeah which which was like it's a little much not bad like i understand this guy's like going through it so i'm not really trying to rag on him but no i mean just that i mean if we have to rank them in this like ranking no, well, uh, first of all, I need to say I forgot about Laird. I forgot that Laird was in this, but I would still keep Ray above Fran, mainly because, you know, Ray is obviously one of the most likable, sensible people in this show, but his decision making in this pissed me off. Like he allowed Hannah to blow him, closed his eyes while driving, wrecks his own $50,000 coffee truck. And like, and then the next episode, Marnie, like, tells him that he should go on tour. And then he's like, all right, I'll leave my entire life behind to be your, like, fucking flunky. It's like, Ray, you have your own life. Stand up for yourself. Do your own thing. You don't need to do this just because Marnie's like, oh, I don't want to be alone with Desi. That's what makes him unlikable for me. Yeah, I could see it's 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 really weird because Ray has become this person that they can just get to do anything for them. He doesn't have he has like how Jess is like, you made me date you, Adam. It's your fault. Ray has this like, mm. you made me bail you out of jail. You made me come pick you up on two hours upstate. You made me do all these things. Yeah, like I, I could see that because normally I would think just like who did the worst thing how to rank that, who did something good, like, actively. But if you're going yeah. overall personality level, yeah, I, I, I can I can vibe with that a little bit. Because the only yeah. thing I really have bad for Elijah is that he cheated at that moth thing where he put two, <laughs> where he put the two <laughs> things in. Because other than that, like, Elijah helped the dad when he was going through his, like, coming out phase uh, or stage where he yeah. just came out. Um. And Elijah was a bad coffee mm-hmm. shop employee. Um, but other than that, he had his heart broken. And I don't know, like, Elijah's fine. Yeah. So I, I can't argue. Yeah, Elijah's... Yeah. Elijah's number one for me. And the reason why I have Laird above Ray is just because, like, Laird doesn't actively do anything bad. Like, bad shit happens to him. And he's like, I'm having a hard time dealing with this. Yeah. The worst thing he did was literally just walk out of a room in an episode and he might have come back yeah. two hours an hour later so we don't even know so yeah, yeah I, we don't you know, know. I, yeah we yeah i agree with i agree with that i can see yeah ray putting him ray put himself in weird situations like how we were talking about fran yeah ray is the person that knows he's in girls and just keeps <laughs> driving forward and deeper into it like literally <laughs> His penis has been in the mouth of three of the four girls. So, like, <laughs> like he is, yeah, he's going for yeah. that. Uh, was what, what is quadfectra? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> so those are just to recap my likability rankings: number one, Elijah; number two, Laird; number three, Ray; number four, Fran; number five, Adam; and number six, Desi. And what is yours? I think it's the same. It's the same. I can okay. agree with that. Uh, yeah, I mean, Adam is really pushing pushing on that Desi bottom, but mm-hmm. for overall, you gotta you gotta go Desi. 
Yeah. And he might I be mean, just he, he might fucking... be back next season. I don't even know. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Uh and now the girls. And this one is hard. Yeah. Because I feel like they're all horrible people. <laughs> well, at one point when I was going over this, I wrote I wrote Marnie first question mark. She was not. But I'm trying to think. Do you okay, so with Mar- So with Marnie, do you think all right, this is gonna be interesting. Do you think Marnie cheating on Desi, who was ranked last, should count against Marnie? Wait, who did she cheat on him with? Charlie. Oh, right. Oh, right. Yeah, that is bad. I just think that Marnie is just such an unlikable fucking asshole. It is likability rankings, not moral rankings. Yeah. I just, I just, she's one of those people that thinks, like, just because she's hot, she can get away with being, like, a huge fucking asshole. Mm -hmm. That's how I feel about her. Yeah. So I think that she would be, like, a candidate for my bottom ranking. Oof. Um, But, I mean, Jessa came storming. Jessa was number one midway through the season, and now she's come storming back. Yeah, my... Trying to take the crown. My Jessa stuff... Because at first I had Shoshana and Jessa flirting around with, like, first. uh, Just off the top. And then I was like... So... Okay, so with Shoshana... She abandoned the soup guy and Yoshi. She abandoned the soup guy, which was big. I cheated thought. on the soup. She cheated on the soup guy mm-hmm. with Yoshi. Abandoned the soup guy, then abandoned Yoshi. Did she abandon Yoshi though, or how did she get back? She did abandon him because she she left him at that restaurant. Remember? Oh, and then she walked, and, she, and then she walked forever. Yeah. <laughs> That was the end of her story. We, really, we hoped they really. That was the perfect end for it. Just like, and she traveled <laughs> through Japan, lady. Um, yeah, and then she but tried then to go she on welfare. Back, she tried to go on welfare for a minute, which yeah. was like seemed seemed like she wasn't really, but it was like just to imply how like low and down down and out she was. What well, was also like, it could be her first time without a job or any prospect or whatever so she's like well this is what people with fucking no jobs do they go on welfare or whatever well she didn't have a job when she didn't have a job at the end of the last season when she was uh helping ray with his campaign yeah that's true like her whole her whole personality and character is helping ray fix shit and that's what's really helping her in the likability rankings here is that she comes back and she takes over Ray's thing and basically helps his failing business become successful. And and the, the thing she gets from that is a dance with Hermes. <laughs> Which is so I think it might weird. be easier if we I think it might be easier if we went through what likable things that these girls have done. Okay, I got uh <laughs> for Jessa the likable thing she did was like she really helped save that wedding. At the beginning, yeah. okay. um, she was trying with the baby. Yeah, she was trying. Um, 
she was trying kind of in a weird way to not hurt Hannah's feelings by keeping her relationship secret. Well, she actually did better by trying not to, like for not hooking up with Adam, like for pushing him yeah. off for so many times, you know? Yeah. Um, but then she, you know, she gave in. I mean, that Adam's a tall drink of psychotic water. <laughs> I was going to say, who can resist those charms? Yeah. <laughs> that fucking guy that almost threw a bicycle at her. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's really the big stuff I have for her. Um, for me, I have in fourth place, Hannah. And I think a lot of these yeah. rankings come from who had the most screen time, usually. You know? Um, yeah. And... For me, her trying to blow Ray and being flippant about the truck that she ruined was... Yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. Was like just... To, and then flashing the principle, which apparently didn't matter. It still rubbed me the wrong nope. way. And then she cheated on Fran at with the uh, yoga instructor. Whether or not you want to care about that, it's like it's still something. She deleted all of Fran's she nudes. When I asked you what likable things, when I asked you what likable things each of the girls have done, Mm -hmm. I was thinking of Hannah when I asked that question because I was like, Mm -hmm. what has she done that is likable? What are your Uh, pros for her this season? What are my pros? Not hitchhiking, not ruining France summer. (laughs) Um, What did she do? She told us she 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 got back into writing, I guess. Uh, her ta- told a story. Like, uh, her bonding with Tally, but like that's not really anything. None of this is getting her out of the basement. No. Hannah's the least likable person. Yeah. And yeah, it, yeah. I mean, she had a fine arc. It just had a lot of speed bumps along the way and a lot of detours yeah. down alleys you should not go down. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I don't. What was it like the wedding? She was fine at the wedding. Yeah, I thought she was really good at the wedding. Yeah. I thought everyone was okay at the wedding except for Marnie. Yeah, I would put Marnie above Hannah. I think in number three, just for likability, I'm gonna say yeah. If I mean, I could. Yeah, you could make an argument for her Marnie not being so low, but if we're just gonna go, she's she's getting the Desi treatment. She's getting the feeling. <laughs> it's all on the feelings. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like watching her. It's like, I don't even like watching what she's doing on screen anymore. I'm just like, I'm done with you. Allison Williams does a great job of being unlikable in that way, though. It's it's really good. Like, she <laughs> plays, like, she's playing the hell out of that role. Um, yeah, for sure. And I would, I would give Marnie a positive for the uh, gambling when she goes, when she's uh, scamming as a oh, escort. Oh, oh, when she's a hooker? Yeah. <laughs> Just in scamming a bunch of money and being like, I'm rich. Yeah. Um, yeah. If that's, if that's the positive, maybe she should be kind of like a 4A, 4B. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I can't. But, like, this isn't a show where everyone just does these great, grandiose things, you know? See, I was happy when she and Ray got back together, but immediately she lost all of that when she's like, hey, come be my personal assistant. And Ray's like, okay. Oh, that's when she lost it? Not when she says, I love you, but you're not the right person. 
and it can't be happening. Yeah, I, immediately. Yeah, immediately I can't believe. To his face. I can't believe it's you. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be you. I shouldn't be in love with you. And then the next time we see her, she's like, "I can't come. <laughs> can't come unless it's somebody I hate." Why did she just brush his hair or something? Like that's what that worked for her dream. Yeah, for her love dreams. Yeah. Um, yeah yeah i don't know and she was really know, rude at that play when she came in it's like can we have a yeah can we have a tie at the bottom for hannah and marnie i hannah's definitely way lower than marnie are you kidding me blowing trying to blow ray in the in the car and just being like oh whatever you just lost 50 grand like yeah come on no yeah and then yeah, the, yeah. No, no. okay all right, hannah's, all right. hannah's solidly in the in the four yeah not to say we all hate right. her but she's then just at I, the four in the rank of ranking yeah and then i i would guess i would put jessa above those two yeah i i would i would put jessa there just because of this episode where she's kind of passing the buck a little bit where she's like trying to blame adam fully for them being in a relationship that you went into this like i know she's feeling it's just as feeling guilt about it and being self-aware about certain things which is a good step forward but she hasn't Mm -hmm. really crossed over you know yeah 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 maybe she hasn't gotten to that textbook yet because uh hannah interrupted her to get rice pudding (laughs) yeah that was the next chapter (laughs) (laughs) yeah she was just about to get to that self-awareness part but uh she had to go get rice pudding with hannah Yeah. And then uh, I guess at the top is Shoshana. And I want to make it clear that once again, none of these girls are likable. They've all been doing really fucked up shit this season. Yeah, Shoshana stuff I feel like was a more of a product of them flipping her character back and forth. Like either she yeah. didn't like Japan or she did like Japan. I, I... Yeah, who who knows, man. But I I want to say like I think these are our rankings, right? Shoshana one, uh, Jessa two, Marnie three, Hannah four. Yeah. Okay. So now that that's out of the way, I want to go overall a little bit. It's a little disappointing to see. Uh, it, it's a little disappointing to see that we don't get to see Shoshana being one of the girls dealing with like the girls type issues that they were dealing yeah. with the first couple seasons. Cause that's what it was building towards. And then she goes mm-hmm. to Japan and she's in Japan and it's, a, it's that story as opposed to like seeing her in New York, trying this living their life and being like, Oh yeah, it's going to be super easy. Oh, it is hard. Like she says it, but we never get to really see it and play out. And now she just has Ray's. She skipped over all the stuff that Ray did to get a coffee shop. And now she's running yeah. a coffee shop. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, she she never gets her comeuppance for being such an asshole to all the girls. Like, the girls never get their, I, I don't want to say revenge, but they're like, hey, see, it wasn't all that easy. Yeah, and we they don't, don't ever get that moment. And we don't get to see it from, like, a whole different perspective of, like, uh, Hannah and Lena Dunham having grown up and seen stuff and then being like, oh, yeah, this is what us looking back and seeing. Like, this is how it would be later for someone graduating. Like. Someone graduating yeah. from college now is going to be different than when I graduated or you graduated. 
So it's like, oh, we could see a whole new thing, but instead she just literally chases after Ray and just like does those things. And it's like yeah. she ended up in the same spot. And it's like, I want to see her like rise and fail, rise and fail. But when she's in Japan, it's a whole different ballgame. Like mm-hmm. she's already done more than most people straight out. Yeah, I mean it's it's wild, dude. I, <laughs> it's kind of also disheartening that a show called Girls makes all of the girls like the, like so unlikable. Like the only likable people in the show are the guys, in my estimation. Um, I just, I mean, because Jessa got number one ranking last season. Um, so I mean, I feel she, like or, or I, the mid mid season, I think. Oh, mid season, yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I don't know. I just feel like they're unlikable, but entertaining in a way. Like you wouldn't watch It's Always Sunny and be like, oh, they're likable. You know, like, yeah, it's, I'll just say it's always interesting to watch them. And a lot of the stuff, especially with Hannah, and we brought this up in other episodes, it's those one or two moments that just derail you. Like even in this episode, we don't need Elijah double dipping into the open mic box like yeah now that gives us a negative feel about her going up because it seems like she cheated to get on stage like if you don't have that and her name gets called then i can just focus on that you know what i mean there's always this one thing that kind of like takes away from the weight that they want you to focus on because you're like what a horrible thing you did to do to get to this and that's what i thought last episode was it was really well because it had none of that None of that, like, oh, this is throwing me off, so I can't really focus on the point you're trying to make. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that last episode was probably her most likable moments where she's just kind of talking with Tally and mm-hmm. commiserating. And yeah. they're both, they both have their own reasons for being miserable. And it was yeah. interesting to see, like, the grass is greener type of thing going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So those are the likability rankings for season yeah. five. And uh, we have a... Now... Uh, did you want to bring that up? Uh, yeah. Well, no, you can, you can go for it. Well, we have a we have a post on the subreddit girls. Um, and we had a mm-hmm. listener uh, write in that say that they thought that this would be the perfect s- series finale episode. Um, yeah. Instead of just a season finale, they thought that this episode was a perfect end to the show. And, and that shouldn't this go did on a, anymore. Yeah, and that this did a really good job of uh, having Hannah. They loved Hannah's arc in this season. And I'll say her arc to mm-hmm. get her back to writing and to get her back to being okay with Adam and Jessa and like being able to move on. It does feel like she's like ready to just move on to do something completely like, like, like how, uh, like the dad's like, I've had a new beginning and the, the hitchhiker's like, yeah, I'm going to do a fresh start. It seems like they're like, hey, let's just start all over, you know? Uh, or Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I like that. It's just those little speed bumps, like I said, that she hits along the way where you're like, Ugh. But yeah. Yeah. As I was watching this, I was thinking about that comment about, you know, this would be a perfect end for the show. And I don't feel like it is a perfect end. If anyone had a good ending, it would be Hannah, I think. Because, you know, she's re-inspired or reinvigorated to be creative, which is what she started out with and what she really wants to do. 
but everybody else, I feel like we don't get a satisfying conclusion or closure about any of their stories or where they're going or what's happening. Like, could you imagine if this ended and the last thing we see of Marnie is Ray slamming on a door while Desi's getting blown? That that's exactly my thought. I was like, there's some stuff that's great. And uh, one, the girls are never together in this episode, which was yep almost strange for a finale would be even weirder for a, a series ender i feel like mm-hmm. um and this ending when you mentioned that judd apatow was one of the writers on it has a similar ending to the one i think season two maybe where they're all walking it's like the love the all like love stories like they all get back yeah. together and everybody having a happy walk away ending mostly but this yeah. one is strange because i don't think the series girls Shoshana story should end with her dancing with a character that she met once before, you know, like her dancing with Colin <laughs> Quinn should yeah. not be her swan song for the series. Um, I yeah. don't know if this, this was meant to be a series ender or not. I don't know if they didn't know if they were going to get picked up for another season. So I'm not a hundred percent sure. Like Hannah's story ends like I, that, but yeah, I, like I like I said before, I think that the only person whose story, if if this was the last episode, the only person whose story I'd be satisfied with would be probably Hannah, and I think that's what the commenter brought up, right? Yeah, and I I think the dad story of him going to the um going yeah. to see that guy works. I think Elijah is tricky because I don't know where he's supposed to be going, and he seems like he doesn't know where he's going, but he's talking about that with her parents um Mm -hmm. so i don't know if that's a satisfying ending for that the jessa adam ending could i mean it's not not what i want i don't it it leaves me feeling i don't know how to feel about that ending actually yeah me neither like like i'm kind of happy that there's another season to kind of see what came of that Mm -hmm. um yeah and i also would love to know what's up with Adam's sister. Just yeah, really want to know what happened to Adam's sister because you bring that up and that's big. Um, yeah, yeah. Like you, I mean, if you can't, she's if suicidal act- and missing. Yeah, if you can't get the actress to come back or anything, like you can definitely pull the Charlie move and just have a character talk about him off screen, <laughs> talk about him. You know. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't but, know. Uh, I'm. I, me personally, my opinion is I'm glad that this isn't the C- series end. I am glad that there is a season six because I hope that there's some closure and some further answers. And, uh, you know, I'm not ready to let go of the girls, Vance. Not, not ready to let go. I, I really don't think uh, Desi getting a blowjob is the way that I want Marnie's story to end. <laughs> or, yeah. or Ray's story yeah. to end with him being a roadie banging on a door. <laughs> Yeah, that would be so depressing. <laughs> so, I mean, if that's the end, then that's the end. But yeah, wow. Right. Yeah. Well, all right. That is season five, everybody. Thanks for sticking around. This is a longer episode than usual. and But uh, yeah, I wanted to thank you guys. If you have any questions or anything, you can feel free to email us, boyswatchinggirlspodcast at gmail.com. Also, our Instagram at Boys Watching Girls Podcast. Uh, also, we don't do this often, but please, if you're on listening to this Apple podcast, 
rate and review this bad boy. I think we got like 20, and I know that we got loads more listeners than just 20 people. So if you could please do that, that'd be awesome. And stay tuned for season six. Should we preview the season six episode, Vance? Give give them the title. Let's do it. Oh yeah, we gotta do some Let's predictions. Tease. What do we what do we think's gonna happen? What's gonna happen in season six? All right. I think that Desi and Marnie are going to break up the band and Marnie's gonna go solo and Ray is gonna be her manager. Huh. Ray was into music at one point. Before he got in the yeah, coffee he was in game. band with Charlie. Yeah. Yeah. Before he got in the coffee so game. So I think that also, no, I'm not going to say that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> Hannah gets, finally uh, writes, she she gets in contact with the people that she had an ebook deal with, and she actually writes the ebook, mm-hmm. and it leads to her getting a bigger book deal because it's such a well received ebook. I think she's past ebook. She's going to get the book deal because the two years will be up. That's what it was. It was oh, two okay. years on her. On her, uh, they had that other company had the rights for two years, and the company that she went to, where everyone was laughing, they wanted the books. Uh, they wanted to do a real book, like a book book that you could read. So yeah, yeah. I think that's going to happen. All right, uh, Jess. Uh, we are Jessa. What is Jessa going to do? Jess is going to complete her schooling as a therapist and then start taking uh, clients. But I think that she and Adam are going to break up mm-hmm. because, you know, he has to hook up with Marnie. Yeah, I think Shoshana is going to uh, become a, like a crazy business person and like sell, try to like sell Ray's to some corporate to like Starbucks yeah. or something and like spin it off and just kind of climb that corporate ladder somehow. Yeah. She's going to kill gonna be a marketing slash sales guru. She's going to do some stuff that just ends up killing Hermes. Yeah. Cause he's, he's, he's been living a lot longer than he's supposed to. I know. Right. It made it seem like he was going to die in like season two. I thought he was going to die this episode. I was like, this seems, seems like they're leading to something, you know, like normally there's yeah. a death or something in a finale, you know, there's the death, a wedding, a baby. Um, yeah. Yeah, like he just collapses from a heart attack while he's dancing with Shoshana. That would have been insane. And Ray's on tour, <laughs> banging on the door for Desi, while his mentor and former friend and boss is just dead. And Ray's. Oh. All right. Well, we'll see if any of that comes true in season six, where the first episode is titled All I Ever Wanted. Yeah, I think it's book deal. So she won't ever want it. <laughs> All right. It's a book deal. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening, and we'll see you in season six. Later. I have a podcast. I care.